wait, one of us needs to pick heads or tails. <laughs> I, I forgot how coin flipping worked. Okay, uh, so, hi. What's going on? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, this is Disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And, uh, yeah, we wanted to start this little little project where we talked about just disasters in a in a fun comedic way and yeah I do you want to talk about yeah. uh, your your experience yeah I'm uh, in life <laughs> oh good lord my long years just, do you want to tell us the worst thing that's ever happened to you go ahead so oh my gosh that. I actually could probably pull it right off the top of my head oh seriously yes okay well no it won't be not like the oh, okay. actual worst but like the funniest worst Okay, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to hear that. <laughs> so it was May 2020. May 28th, I want to say. Okay. 2020. Height prime time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prime time for disasters for sure. The world is crumbling. Literally, the, the global <laughs> disaster. Um, I am scrolling through TikTok, seeing so many women on their little roller skates. I think to myself, I'm going to get myself some roller skates. I buy them yeah. for myself. Hell yeah. <laughs> the first time I put them on, five minutes in, I'm on the ground, loudest crack I've ever heard, and my no. ankle is broken in two places. <gasps> I had to get oh my God. a little pandemic surgery. I now have a plate and eight screws in my ankle. <laughs> and then, wait. <laughs> You're going to be kidding me. This oh, is, my God. This it is actually really bad. I actually forgot how bad this is because I forgot that this connects. And then like a week later, my grandpa dies and <gasps> it's the pandemic. He's in Kentucky. I have to drive for 14 hours with my no. foot. I am three days out of surgery. My foot is up in the back seat for 14 <gasps> hours. 14 hours. Driving to Kentucky. Kill me. Kill <laughs> Straight me. through. <laughs> And we would stop at rest stops, and I'd be like, I have to pee. And my brother would be like, do you really have to pee? Then I have to get your whole knee scooter thing out. And that's really frustrating for me. And I'm like, I. how do you think I feel? I'm sorry, this is so hard for you. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. So that was longer than I thought, but that's my biggest disaster. No, and he's like, I'm going to get you some adult diapers. It's going to be fine. You're going to be like the astronaut lady, and we're going to make it all the way. He's like, you're going to just piss in the backseat. Oh, my God. Um, So that's my biggest disaster I can remember. Amanda, do you want to share your biggest disaster? Listen, I just have so many. There's so so many i i will tell okay so like this is the first the first thing that i can i can think of it was when um when my grandpa died and uh we love a common theme we love a common theme and i was like just me (laughs) like you mentioned i was like oh yeah that was that was a mess too um so i used to be in the habit of missing actually you know what i say used to be i'm still in the habit of missing about 50 percent of my flights i don't know how I go Ooh. to work every day for years and years and I'm on time. I just cannot oh catch a flight God. like half the time. Oh, so that stresses me out. <laughs> it's Hannah. So stressful. I feel my anxiety like exploding from my feet through my head. I'm just like, 
I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And I don't know what to do. So I'm. Just get there earlier. <laughs> just get there earlier. Just get there earlier. That oh. is the best solution. Oh, my body's well, tense. <laughs> I know. So I used to do this thing, which I don't do anymore. But to save money, I used to book like the earliest flight. So I would book like a 6 a.m. flight. And I would inevitably have to work late. And then I'd get home at like 1 a.m like one o'clock in the morning. And I'd be like, I'm just going to lay down just for a second. I don't need to leave until like three. And then I would wake up at like six o'clock when the flight was leaving. So, so I wake up at like six ten. My oh, flight no. left at six. And I was like, oh, fuck, I did it again. Oh, oh God. It's no. again, my family, my family like literally takes bets. On whether I'm gonna make my flight or not, and like the like, odds are good, like they know <laughs> they're pretty good. They're pretty good, and I like to think like I'm an adult woman. Like mm. I, I have my shit together, and then I miss like all of these flights, and I'm like I'm a, I don't mess. I don't know, dude. So I, I race to the airport, and I'm like I miss my flight. I need to get on the next one, and they're like great. The next one doesn't leave for like three hours. And that's when the funeral will be starting. Oh. And I'm like, okay, shit. And they're like, okay, but you can take a flight to this other city that leaves in 45 minutes. And that will get you there in like two hours. And then I'll be like, oh, I have about an hour to get to the funeral. So I'll be an hour away okay. from the city where Just the funeral is. Just got to rent a car. Get out there. I got to like rent a car. I got to sure. get on a bus, whatever. And I'm like, this sucks so much. Oh, my, oh my God. So I like fly into Milwaukee. And that the is, funeral that's was, a disaster enough. It was, oh there my we God. Go. It Story was, over. Was like, you could just say I had to fly into Milwaukee. <laughs> I flew to Milwaukee. <laughs> it sucked. I was like beating myself up the whole time. I like call my best friend. I'm like, I'm just the worst. I just, I don't even know. I I can't, I, I can't even express how awful I feel. So I miss the whole funeral. Oh. I fly into Milwaukee, get on the bus, and I'm like, I can make it, I can make it, I can make it, which is so stressful. I don't make it. I miss the funeral. But I'm there for the reception. And God bless, God bless my dad's heart. He was like, I'm glad you made it. Aww. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, I'm happy to see you. And I was like, <laughs> you made so, yeah. it for the spread. <laughs> I just, I did. I made it for the ham sandwiches. <laughs> and, and I was like, can we go bowling later? <laughs> Cause it's Wisconsin and that's, that's what you do. But yeah, it was a, it was, it was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. Oof. But so, uh, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> But yes, we are both uh, actresses mm-hmm. and comedians and improv artists, which I love. It is so happy. Uh, but do you want to tell us about like where your interests in like disasters and true crime and all that stuff comes? Yes, from? Um, I am like very fascinated in true crime just in general. I love cult stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Love, love, love cult stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I just like have listened to a lot of true crime podcasts. I don't know. It's weirdly comforting and which I know is a fucked up thing to feel. Um, but I also know it's a common fucked up thing to feel. 
Exactly. Yeah. I was like, I think we're all fucked up together. Exactly. So that kind of makes it better. It's like we're all so interested in like the worst parts of human nature, which I don't. Yeah. I couldn't psychoanalyze it, but I'm sure (laughs) someone has. I'm sure so. I'm sure there are tons of books and shit like that <laughs> to explain what's going on in our brains, but we're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I think um, it's so funny because when I'm listening to a true crime podcast and I'm, and I'm like, oh God, mm. like, I don't know what chemical that releases in my brain, but I'm like, holy fucking yeah. God. And, but it's like, comforting I don't we got to get a book on it we'll figure it out yeah we'll google it what specifically like (laughs) science says is wrong (laughs) why science says I feel this yeah exactly I'm like my therapist she's probably got some like (laughs) therapist theories it's probably something about like at least that doesn't happen to me but I don't even think it is yeah I don't, I don't know. think it is either. It's just, it's like a fascination. It's like watching a movie and being like, damn. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't think we even reflect on it like, oh, thank God it's not me. Or like, oh, if that happened to me or something like that. It's just like hearing a crazy story, which we got some today. <laughs> Segway master, which I almost oh did. I almost did the invention of the Segway. <laughs> oh, but then it dude. was like it turned out to kind of not be a failure. Like okay. they they thought it was going to be like the future of movement, and it wasn't. But also, right. like it kind of is because it's in like lift, like or not lift, but like bird scooters and lime scooters all use the same technology. So right. I scrapped it. Right, but um, crazy that it, wasn't it the guy who invented the Segway like rolled off a cliff on a segue yes dude, dude what the fuck yes like a lemon i'm so sorry i don't mean to laugh but I'm like, i know oh he didn't see himself going that way i can promise you that or maybe that's how he would have wanted to go i mean i hope it's how he wanted to go i think when you have that kind of money though i always assume that like really really wealthy people want to be like shot into space probably or or, or something or, i don't know how do rich people Jeff die Bezos wants to die <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound like i'm planning to kill him i'm not <laughs> well i think it would take a lot of work to kill jeff Bezos. i know i don't think he's... i could do it it sounds like a lot of effort <laughs> it sounds like so right I think about this all the time. How like <laughs> do you <laughs> killing Jeff Bezos? No, 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 not him specifically. Uh, but like, th- let the police record state. <laughs> right. This is just... all comedy. This is a jest. <laughs> this, this is a goof and gape. <laughs> this is a goof. And when I send text messages about like, my brother was having trouble with a coworker, and I was like, "Do you want me to kill that guy for you?" Uh I was like, if the co- if he does oh, die no. and the cops look through text messages, I want you to know that was a joke. I have an alibi. I wasn't even in town. So don't even. But I know think him. about 
I think about this all the time about how like if I really wanted to murder someone, first of all, you got to really want it. You do. You've got to really, really want it. If it's premeditated, I imagine you do. You've got to. And like your whole thing would be kind of consumed by it. And and then you'd have to figure out a plan, figure out, you know, like an alibi. How are you going to hide the body? Here's a tip under concrete. <laughs> like like in desperate housewives. Yeah, exactly. I'm like police dogs can't smell through concrete. They can't get the heat sensors through there. These are just things I know. I feel like these are general knowledge. So of course. Anyway. Of course. Um but I'm like that's so much effort. You could just like take up any hobby. Like l- l- learn archery. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, knit just knit a sweater. Knit. Take up knitting, you know? <sighs> just anything else you could fill your time with so much else absolutely but um but yeah I think about it a lot I'm like man you gotta have so much time to be able to murder somebody like premeditated murder I feel like pretty confident that neither of us would murder someone yeah just because I I mean like just we don't have the time too much effort it's so much it's It's so so hard I'm like I'm just lazy in general and I'm like I'm not (laughs) no you can't e- you can't even get to the airport on time. I can't, right? How are like, you going to get to a murder do- on time? A simple adult task <laughs> I can't even achieve most of the time. So um, I'm going to skip it. I just don't think I'd be very good at it. Especially if, like, I don't know, how, how, how heavy is this person? Like, do I have to... Uh, drag them? Drag them. Do I have to drag them? Do I have to lift them into a car? Like, it's a whole... No, no. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> So, uh, we have disasters today. We do. We do. Um, what are what is the theme of our disasters? Today, our theme is inventors, inventions, kind of floppy innovations. Yes. Yeah, and there are so many. There's so many. A lot. Oh, my God. It's, it's insane. You remember when those cell phones were exploding on airplanes? I... Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Like various, I wanted to do that. Various but I was degrees like... also of floppitude. Because mm-hmm. in yeah. some ways it's like, <laughs> when we learn to split the nuclear, the nucleus of an atom, <laughs> and now the nuclear yeah. bomb exists. But then also it's like, toasters, oops. <laughs> White out, oops. Like, what? I well and so this one took a lot of research for me um I well I'll just tell you what I'm doing I'll tell you the story okay so uh I did the Mad Hatters of Danbury Connecticut so if you know have you heard the term Mad Hatter of course okay perfect so do you know where you may have there's an um, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I'm thinking Mad mostly Hatter. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and I think that's that's most of the time um, people are like, oh, like the one in Alice in Wonderland. Well, I will tie back to that. <laughs> so don't forget that so, one. No, no, girl. Oh, no, no, no. So uh, 1800s, Danbury, Connecticut. Incredible. Uh, hats used to be cool. I guess. I mean, like hats are still cool. People depending. If there's one thing I know about history, it's that people used to fucking love hats. They used to love that shit, right? Used to put birds all over them. 
oh my god the birds and like they're like made out of silk and it was like a status and it used thing. to like mean things when you wore it like slightly askew <laughs> and then you have who who are the that gang that have like razor blades in their hat and like slice people with them absolutely do not know about this peaky blinders <laughs> and i think that's fictional <laughs> it is but it, i would bet it's based on something real <laughs> right i'm like nah. i didn't look into that but you know what and i still probably won't but i think it's true <laughs> i'll just trust so, peaky yeah just try yeah just trust what is it hulu some shit netflix i think trust so. netflix if we learn anything today it's trust netflix but i don't these top i don't i can't i won't it's, it's like not after amazon not after they canceled sensate no <laughs> how can you unforgivable all right Matt but so top hats specifically used to be like all the rage they were just so hot 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 and a lot of times they had fur or silk or whatever and I feel like we should bring those back I really would have loved to wear one to pride I think it would have been agreed such oh yeah but turns out they were super dangerous specifically to the people making them back in the day so (laughs) I'm sure there were great labor laws right just like you got to take a half hour break, but you're exposed to poison. So. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be great. You get to Sorry, use a, a bathroom, but poison. <laughs> but poison. And so take it or leave it. Just, you know, no health insurance because <laughs> we'll just rip out your tooth. Because <laughs> it's the it 1800s day. and your your doctor is also your barber. <laughs> <laughs> and he also makes pies. Um, so, so I had a question for you though, like, is a hat really an invention? So I'm doing this story and I was like, eh, is it, it, because it's so old that I'm like, are pants an invention? So. uh, Or shoes? I mean, so I think it goes back to the dawn of man. When we right. thought, let's put something over our little noggins to keep right. it safe, keep it yeah. dry. So, it's like so a it was an invention man. once. And then I I think from then on, it's just variations on a theme, you know? Right. It's like some caveman was like, if I put this wolf skull over <laughs> my skull. Then I get double skull protection. <laughs> and that's actually a helmet. I don't think hats hats like aren't the most functional it's like rain I think is the main thing we're protecting against right but then it's just like then umbrella anyway so (laughs) we'll say it was a once upon a time invention and whoever came up with it got a lot of credit and no money yes Okay, cool. All right. So this one dude back in the 1800s, Zadok Benedict, uh, discovered a way to heat. Right? Wait. I was like. With a Z? Zadok? Zadok. Z-A-D-O-C. I was like. Or Zadok. Ooh, just put that in the back pocket for if I ever have kids. (laughs) Right? I'm like, oh, man, if you met a kid named Zadok, I'd be like. That's the coolest kid. 
bruh. That's the coolest kid on the playground. High fives all around for you. I don't care what happens next. Absolutely. You you could turn out to be like a total (laughs) douche, but you won't because everybody loves you. He's just going to be like, yeah. Benedict. Right? Zadik Benedict. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. So he discovered a way to heat, moisturize, and mold fur into hats so he could be the coolest kid in school. <laughs> and all the girls were like, oh my God, Zadig. <laughs> I heard you what learned you how to wearing? mold fur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he'd be like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, I just kind of do it in my dad's basement. But it's really cool because he just, like, lets me come and go whenever I want. Yeah, like, I'm still living at home, but, like, it's not even, like... It's like I'm living alone, basically. Like, I have a microwave <laughs> down there. Me and Trent yeah. are down there all the time, uh, just <laughs> popping brewskis and molding fur into hats. And they're like, that is so hot. Like, it's like really bespoke. <laughs> <laughs> Which I find hilarious when people use that word. I love I'm like, that word. I do too. It feels so good to say, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't actually know what it means. So. <laughs> so they so he starts making these hats and then a bunch of other people are like oh i think i could make hats and then there's a bunch of people making hats cop and cop and zadik's flow that's right completely jack in his style i know he's like man come on and all the girls are like oh i think we're gonna go check out like what's it old name <laughs> Um, actually, Cartholomew is also making hats now. I, I was going to say Benji. <laughs> Benji. That's the oldest name I could think of. So, uh, they, all the girls are flocking over to these other hatters. Well, in Danbury, specifically awesome for making hats because they had a shit ton of fur and fire and water. And... But they did, however, dam up a reservoir in order to keep enough water to keep making these hats. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, that dam broke and flooded the town and killed 11 people. No, just for the hats? Just for the hats. Wait, were they damming it up for like something else or was it like basically just for the hats? Just for the hats because they made millions of hats. (gasps) And by the 1830s, there were more hatters hat makers in danbury than any other profession combined so i don't know how many dentists or accountants but all of them put together that feels like a very old-timey thing to me and i know that i'm incorrect about this but it's just my feeling um that like one person would be like here's a profession or a thing that i do mm-hmm. and then everyone hopped on Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So they're making millions of hats. They're doing the thing. Uh, Were hats, were these hats uh, making people rich? Or was it just like a thing to do? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They were making people super wealthy, especially if you owned like a hat shop because they were sending them all over the world. So they're sending, they were mostly making like, unfinished hats so like they would get like the fine tuning in new york so danbury would just like pack up all these hats send them to new york but they would send them all and then like 
Yeah. And so, like, the hat. And then, like, in New York, yeah. New York, they would, like, put the pigeon on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They yeah. loved putting dead birds on hats. They fucking loved it. They really did. I have what no idea. What was that? I mean, <laughs> I would wear one today, you know. Wasn't that a McGonagall, like, <laughs> costume choice? Still- Harry Potter? Yes. It absolutely was. Yes. That was either McGonagall or like that that woman in the pink suit, the pink Oh, Umbridge. Yes. God, I can't believe I forgot these names. I used to love that shit. <laughs> so uh they flooded the town just trying to keep enough water to make hats. Uh killing eleven people, which is not hilarious, but also it's I mean, it's a it's a whole nother disaster and it's just capitalist greed yeah absolutely (laughs) so there was one major flaw in the industry uh the you know not the labor laws which which you pointed out which were appalling (laughs) but uh the way that they made these fancy ass hats was by a process called carroting and they applied mercury diluted with nitric acid to the fur so they could like I didn't listen. This is a really intricate process that I won't. I totally try to get explain. it. I also have an intricate process. I zoom okay. through. Cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, I don't super understand it. And but I will say, I know for sure. I'm no chemist, but I know mercury is a big no-no. It's a big no-no. Yeah, like they stopped. Didn't they stop making like mercury thermometers? thermometers yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. People were like biting down on them. <laughs> Dead instantly just dead dead i don't don't bite if you have one if you're old and you have one from like the 1950s or something don't bite it (laughs) hey guys here's your uh little helpful hint from hannah and amanda don't bite on your mercury thermometers (laughs) i know you think it's like ooh, it's chewy Mm, it's not it's glass good snack (laughs) But I'm hungry, Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) So this process is dumb and complicated, but it basically dissolved some of the hair. So it made it easier, which is this is so fucking barbaric, dude, to like peel the fur off of like the skin and like make a beaver into a hat. Okay. It's basically what these chemicals allowed them to do. And they were heated up. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know you're about to say something horrific. The way you are laughing right now, I know you're about to say something that is like, because it's that like laughter when you're uncomfortable thing. I know this is about to be gnarly. Well, and it's, I'm just like, this is so stupid. This is like the dumbest. Just if you went to a baby today and you were like, hey, do you think we could? And they'd be like, no, that's a terrible idea. Bad things will happen. But like just so many adults were like, it's probably fine. So they're heating up these these chemicals, mercury and nitric acid and the hat makers, the hatters, are breathing in these fumes mm-hmm. all day, every day. Poisonous steam. 
And they all straight up had like long-term mercury poisoning. And it, it messes with your nervous system, but it causes like a bunch of just like really gnarly shit. So like acute mercury poisoning has like the symptoms are like anxiety, depression, irritability, memory problems. That sounds like. So also like being a 20 to 30 something year old currently. (laughs) Wait, do we all have mercury poisoning? (laughs) Like, listen, I was chewing on that thermometer just the other day. It, (laughs) I mean, it could be, I could. Big pharma gave us mercury poisoning so they could sell us all Prozac. I know. They're like, is it in my Lexapro? Probably. <laughs> like, but like, I'm like, yeah, that just that's life. Yeah, you have anxiety, depression, irritability, and memory problems, especially like post COVID. The memory problems that that's what I have found is new, but there was also hallucinations, delusions, hearing, speech, vision difficulties, and the most fun. Tremors. <gasps> yeah. That's not good for hat making either. No, right? You gotta have a so steady I imagine, hand. I imagine you're losing your job. <laughs> right? And they're like, well, what am I, else am I gonna do? I got these fucking tremors and I can't remember shit and I'm just depressed and irritable <laughs> and I can't hear or see. Oh, gosh. And oh, the things I do see aren't real. And <gasps> Yes, exactly. And I'm like, <sighs> honestly, this sounds horrible so the tremors were so prevalent throughout this town that they were known as the danbury shakes (gasps) i know (laughs) which is pretty messed up because they like gave it a cute nickname i know so they made it seem like like that's a tiktok dance yes that's a youtube that's a 2012 youtube trend danbury shakes Oh, that is fuck. Like, they really did, like, make it cute. They made it cute. They made it, like, Oof, they're, like... Gross. Uh, and as as we will say, as, as therapized people, that is very dismissive. And... Yes! <laughs> very dismissive of the actual problem. But I think it's, like, they're, like, oh, my God, he's got the shakes. Isn't that adorable? It's, like, having a made in Brooklyn tattoo. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Oh, look at him I doing know. his little shaking. Oh. Doing his little shakes. Well, you know where he's from. I think that's adorable. <laughs> it's so awful. Um, but so, like, because of all of this, you can't hear. You can't see. You're shaking all the time. You're, like, yelling at kids in the street for no reason. Because <laughs> you're depressed. Because you're depressed and and you're like, I can't stop shaking. And is that kid real? I don't know. And it's just like a whole thing. So mad as a hatter became a term that was coined. There we go. Yes. And the mad hatter character in Alice in Wonderland straight up had mercury poisoning. There we go. We're like, we're like, this dude's like kind of crazy. I kind of don't like him. He's kind of annoying. But like he needed to see a doctor. We're like, he's really quirky. And it's like, no, he needs medicine. He needs help. He's very sick. It's it's not cute. Not fun. (laughs) Like, I don't remember if there was a doctor in Alice in Wonderland. But I I know there was like a a playing card with a face 
I think. This is um, like maybe my biggest shame. This is very embarrassing. Let's hear it. Never read the books, only read the newest remake or only saw the new remake. Yeah, the one with um, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I actually didn't see that one. I think I saw a cartoon version when I was that's like OG. That yeah, that's the OG, I think. When I was Well, like the OG kid. adaptation. Right. And it was honestly traumatizing. It was like being <laughs> in the inside of a crazy person's mind. She's yeah. like And I had anxiety when I was a kid too, so none of that was helpful. She's like shrinking down and I was like, "Oh my god, is she ever going to get back to normal size?" Oh my gosh. And, like- <laughs> and suddenly you're like, "Do I have to be really scared of the things I eat and drink?" Yeah. Yes. That is our that is our message to young women, children. Absolutely. Be careful here's, of what you eat and drink. Here's Hannah and Amanda helpful hint number two. <laughs> be careful of what strangers leave out for you to eat and drink. <laughs> yes. Just skip Santa it. Claus is a bad example. Do not <laughs> right, follow right. his example. No, I mean that guy he's Don't a eat stranger he's, cookies. He's a magical being a a giant elf if you will and he can he can consume pretty much anything without any repercussions you are not you are a human and also uh stay tuned for episode two because we will tell you what not (laughs) like definitely what to be careful of eating what to be careful of i'm like don't 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 seriously don't it's it's bad (laughs) it'll get really bad um, so yeah, da, da, da. Okay. Now I know this is long. I'm so sorry, Anna. It's all so good. it gets worse, better, worse. Um, it worse depends on where you are. And more interesting. Yes. Or like. Well, worse in a different way, but definitely okay. more interesting. Hit me so with it. You have all these mad hatters just, you know, Everyone's like, adorable. No. Uh, How does this all relate to President Abraham Lincoln? Oh, I don't know. (gasps) He loved hats. He, girl, loved him some hat. Like, that was his thing. That was his thing. He had the hat. I would say that's his second thing. I would say number one is freeing the slaves. Oh. (laughs) I would say number two is the hat. Number one, the beard. If we're talking, <laughs> if we're talking, memorable Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Yes, you're absolutely But like right. a close number two is the hat. Yes, which is saying a lot about the hat. Absolutely. Now, do you think he had like more than one hat? Do you think he just had the one? I've never I thought about he it. He had a fancy hat until this. I moment. imagine he had. He probably had an everyday. He hat. had his. His going out hat, his everyday hat. He probably had one for the gym. He had his love-making hat. Oh, I really hope he kept it on. <laughs> just the hat. <laughs> but if he just, but he had to have like a strap, like a chin strap, just so it wouldn't come like flying off. <laughs> Depends on how aggressive Abe used to get. I don't know. <laughs> let's dive deeper into this. I, like, now this listen, is what I'm interested in. talk about this all day. Like, do you think he kept his socks on? 
Hopefully with that little garter belt yes. that those socks had. I envision that. I love that. And I'm like, ooh, we should bring that back too. All right, hats and little mm-hmm. sock garter belts. So here's a story. A young hatter, Boston Corbett, uh, most likely. And again, this is the- Another good name. Another good name. His name was Boston? Awesome. I love mm-hmm. that for you. So Boston Corbett- was a young hatter, and he probably suffered from mercury poisoning or or had previously had, like, mental health issues, and that okay. worsened with his sure. mercury poisoning. So he was a young guy. He's, like, doing his thing. He's making hats and just breathing in all the fumes all day, every day. And... Eventually, you know, he's maybe in his, like, early 30s. He becomes a religious zealot. Yeah. Just <gasps> cut to. And My jaw just dropped. Yeah. And in 1858, he castrated himself <gasps> with a pair of scissors no. as a way to curb his libido. No, 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 oh, no, 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 My God. I was like. I read that and I was like, no, that's not how you do it. You got to take like Zoloft or something. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> oh, I'm actually like, so I know cold shower. Cold. Weren't they all cold back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a sandwich. Think of your grandma. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They were all cold back then. Think, think of Abe Lincoln think fucking Abe Lincoln. his wife. Yeah, exactly. Just, while you're in the well. shower, cold <laughs> bath. Probably a bath. Cold, cold bath. Yeah, probably. They're probably all bathing in the river. I don't know. So, <laughs> so it gets so much worse. So. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's just the beginning. He is a little cocoa for poo-poo puffs and castrates himself with a pair of scissors and then (laughs) once I guess that was all healed up and I guess his libido and balls Mm -hmm. were just in the trash uh, Mm -hmm. he went to serve in the Union Army during the Civil War Mm -hmm. and uh, then Abe Lincoln was shot by John Wilkes Booth on April 14th 1865 and Corbett and his regiment the 16th New York Cavalry were sent to track down Booth, and who was on the run. And a little less than two weeks later, they found Booth. He was in a barn in Virginia, and they had specific orders not to kill him. But Boston Corbett was like, nah, fuck that. Boom, 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 boom. Like, just disobeyed orders, which just, just shot Took him. justice into his own just hands. Just took justice, yeah. And I think that, like, nowadays there's, like, repercussions for... <laughs> That kind of thing. Like, if you disobey orders and, like, kill someone that you, like, weren't supposed to. Uh, but they were just like, meh, whatever. Well, I mean, like, we hope there are repercussions. As history, recent history would show, they're kind of they're hard. Kind of, actually, you know what? That's a really good point. So I'm a little, I'm a little bit like, they're like, yeah, let the dickless man kill the man. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Like, it's just yeah. a lot of who cares. And I'm like, well, oh, good Lord. I'm like, well, we do. We would. 
kind of we kind of care if you could and they're like no 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 fuck you guys so so he kills john wilkes booth uh no repercussions is generally like high-fived all around for avenging the president it also could have been like (laughs) don't kill him wink Uh you know (laughs) got it nothing's gonna happen if you do though you know what i mean like yeah yeah. so uh he was cleared and high-fived all around well eventually he goes back to making hats because i think maybe like the f- it's all he knew. Fumes were wearing off, and he was like, "I don't." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, he's like, you know, I start to feel a little like normal, like, or maybe like <laughs> my hearing's coming back. I'm not shaking anymore, and he's like, "This isn't <laughs> right. I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta get those. I gotta, I gotta get back to my good stuff. Right. I gotta get those. Gotta sniff sweet, those fumes sweet again. Fumes, baby. Like, give me a hit." So, so he resumed working at the hat in the hat industry and then moved to Kansas in 1878, where he lived a solitary existence as a homesteader. I'm wondering, like, I I know this is like an old Western. It's just like, you know, this guy, he's just getting older and older. And he's like, I don't have my fumes anymore, but it's for the best. And he's just in a, like a rocking chair on the porch. He is absolutely, like, he is what mothers would tell their children about to, like, scare them on the straight and narrow. Yeah, yeah. This was the first scared straight story. (laughs) It had to have been. But uh, stay with me. So uh, about 10 years later, he landed in a mental asylum for what? (laughs) Threatening a group of people at the Kansas State House with a gun. So oh, even all goodness. that, like, rest and relaxation and fresh air. Didn't do it for him. Didn't do it, man. Didn't do it. So he was locked up in a, uh, a mental asylum. And this by this time, he's in his mid-50s. He escaped the facility and disappeared. <gasps> never, be, never to be, never seen, to be again. seen from again? No. And <sighs> that is the Crunchwrap Supreme-style disaster. Of the Mad Hatters of Danbury, Connecticut. <laughs> Just a shit show. Oh my show. goodness. Just a shit show. I, I will say I did not expect a feature from John Wilkes Booth. I did not expect, <laughs> honestly, to learn about how hats are made. <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, I talked for 44 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Whatever. It's going to be a long one. We also can always cut out like ums and yas and like if there are like little tangents that we don't end up liking in post. And the five minutes of us having to disconnect and reconnect. And And do Zoom. Yeah. And do Zoom. (laughs) Literally. And and pretend that someday we're going to be rich enough to pay for pro Zoom. (laughs) So stupid. All I want is premium Zoom. (laughs) Someday. Maybe for Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> keep that in mind oh god it's so sad yeah I'm like honestly saddest christmas ever if i get pro zoom <laughs> what's the saddest christmas present you've ever gotten <laughs> i just like felt felt myself deflate <laughs> i'm so um, sorry oh my god <laughs> no no I no i want to do I... that to you <laughs> 
I well, think I did, used to have like how did the podcast go. Well, I made <laughs> Hannah experience the worst moments of her life. So I guess <laughs> Hannah remembered things that she had buried deep down. No, but I think I had very smelly feet in middle school. Okay. Um, and so I would always, always get shoe fresheners in my stocking, <laughs> and like no one else did. <laughs> They were just me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually, my old roommate had um, dated a guy who would like come in and take his shoes off as soon as he got into our apartment and it would fill mm. the apartment. And I'd be like, oh, oh my, is that you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, you know, it's not a, it's, it's a not com- uncommon. It's a common problem. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. the, the worst, I mean, during Christmas, like, I don't like ham. I've never liked ham. I've always thought it was just, like, sure. really, like, it was, like, sweet and salty and gross, and I just never liked it. Um, but I would come home for Christmas, and my stepmom would make this, like, massive ham for, and I'm, like. Like, you would do, like, the traditional. Yeah, like, the whole, and I'm, like, she's, like, why don't you have some ham, honey? I made this Aww. whole thing for you, and I'm, like. No, <laughs> it's fleshy. It's so gross. And like, and also, I've never liked ham, and you would know that if you ever listen to me. <laughs> Why don't you listen to what I say? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna blow out the speakers. I know, right? My gain is like all in the red. I always set my gain so low. I'm like, I'm so fucking loud. I know. I, know. I should probably <laughs> fix that. Ah, what I'll, I'll edit it in post. It'll be fine. <laughs> Anything can be fixed in post. Right? I'm like, put a filter on it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how much time do we have left? We'll get a warning, right? We'll get the 10-minute warning okay, again. Cool, cool, cool. Um, do you want to tell me your story? Do you want to hear a story? Yes. Um, yes, I do. This is a little bit, they're all going to be depressing. I don't need to preface it. Mm-mm. I was about to like give a preface, but it, it, unnecessary. Yeah. The, I mean, if if anybody was, wasn't was listening at the top, this is a disaster podcast <laughs> where we talk about disasters. And a lot of times they're not cute. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. So there's a gentleman and his name is Thomas Midgley. Midgley. Okay. Midgley. Not as cool as some of the other names we've heard. Zadik and Boston Zadik Benedict. But Thomas Midgley. Um, Honestly, his name actually is very appropriate to who he is as a person. (laughs) So he was born on May 18th, 1889 in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So he was a Taurus. Um, (laughs) Just like me. Isn't super relevant. Very good to know. Love to hear it anyway. It's all those hot deets. (laughs) (laughs) So he's a chemical engineer, and he worked for most of his life for General Motors, which I think still exists. I was going to ask you. (laughs) Should I do a quick Google? Is Ford still a thing? General Motors. Um, Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's even a headquarters in Long Island City. Oh, what? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a trip. Okay, field trip. So this is a little this is a little General Motors related side note. At the time, the president of GM was Alfred P. Sloan, and he's considered the father of planned obsolescence. Which do you know what that is at all? No, it sounds super familiar though. Yes, I've heard you, that before. I'm gonna give you an example okay. and you're gonna be like oh of course it's like basically like your phone shitting out like right in time for a new model to come out oh or yeah. like companies changing like a tiny thing so you're like compelled to buy the new thing yep yep okay i know exactly what mm-hmm. you're talking about i think i had a mm-hmm. long dinner conversation about planned obsolescence yeah yeah cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. well and i mean it's kind of like when they're about to come up with like without like a new apple computer they'll stop letting you update yours or they'll stop having yeah they're like oh it's not the software that's timed out it's the it's hardware. not compatible yeah, yeah won't won't Perfect. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Annoying. Yeah. Um, so in the early 20th century, gasoline was bad quality um, and it would cause something called engine knocking, which I'm not going to like go too deep into because I really don't get it. Um, <laughs> Good enough for me. I wouldn't get it even but, if you explained it to me. But it, it basically just like made the car stall out and it made the engine less efficient. Not what you want. Um, and it was like the gasoline's fault, basically. Okay. So. At 27 years old, Thomas Midgley was tasked with figuring out a way to kind of solve engine knocking. Okay. So in 1920, he found a pretty good solution, which was ethanol um, made from corn. And we actually use it nowadays yeah. in like most of our fuel. Yeah. But of course, the consumer greed had to get in the way because yeah. ethanol was uh, kind of easy to make. And it also like wouldn't make oil companies any money. Oh. So they were like, nah, fuck ethanol. We're not going to fuck with it. So. Got it. So it was going to be like cheap and easy to make, but it just wouldn't. And like pretty good for the environment. It's what we use nowadays. Yeah. Mm. That, that sounds like a corporation for sure. They're they're Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. this is good all around except for us. Fuck it. There's no Fuck way that. we're doing that, and mm-hmm. y'all can suck our big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can suck on our nuts, um, and so can the fucking earth. We're going to die soon anyways. That's, that's such, like, I, I don't know why I always, like, make jokes about, like, that's what the 80s were like. They're like... <laughs> They're like, like, oh, it's good for the environment and good for everybody, but it doesn't make us money. You fucking pussies. Like, grow up. We're like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Unless I get my bonus. I like. (laughs) Unless I get my sharp cheddar, I'm not interested. (laughs) So. You see this Timex baby didn't pay for itself, right? (laughs) Like. All right. Impressive. Oh, good Lord. They're like, I'm going to go to grad school now. Okay. See you in, like, Ibiza. (laughs) Like, I can't go to Ibiza if I can't make enough money. Were people going to Ibiza back then? I don't know. I don't know. I assume so. Also, I I refuse to not do the the lisp. The lisp. You have to. That's the authentic pronunciation. It's Ibiza. (laughs) So, So, our... Our gentleman, Thomas Midgley, mm-hmm. 
he looked for a different solution. 1921, he stumbled upon tetraethyl lead. So, like the name suggests, T-E-L had lead in it. Yeah, I was like, wait, like, lead? Lead? Lead. Lead. Like, Like, lead. Keep it out of my pencil. Yeah. Lead. Like, keep it out of the paint. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, and we already knew that lead was no bueno. Right. We already knew that lead was not good. Benjamin Franklin had been like, no thank you, no lead, 150 150 (laughs) years before this. No thank you, no lead for me, please. Like, he's like passing, like, on hors d'oeuvres or something at a party. He's like, like, he's like, oh, salmon tartare, no. Oh my God, lead. uh, No lead for me. No lead for me, thank you so much. Oh, tonight, no. I'll be good, no lead. It doesn't doesn't agree with me. Um... Last time I just had a little bit of the tummy rumble, so skip it. <laughs> I don't I don't know why he's like a valley girl. And I'm like, oh mm. <laughs> mm, no lead for me. So tetraethyl lead, no good. It's effective though, and it's very cheap to produce TEL. Um they started a production plant in Deepwater, New Jersey. Um, and they actually marketed tetraethyl lead as ethyl because they didn't want people to know there was lead. Exactly. Yeah. Just like full, the the amount of awareness is <laughs> not necessarily shocking, but disappointing. <laughs> well, again, it's that whole thing where it's like a group of people were like, yeah, sounds good. You know? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, let's <laughs> f- fully just mislead the public. Well, mm. and do you ever hear of like these dumb ideas that like a company will do or whatever and and you're just like, you know, that wasn't like a a one person decision. Like there was so a, many people signed off. So many people. So many people. There was like probably a meeting where everyone's like, "Yep, yep, yep, yep." But do you think, like, hypothetically, if you were in this meeting, do you think you'd be like, um, I have some follow-up questions? I'm worried I wouldn't. <laughs> I do. Like, I'm like, I'm sometimes very, I'm sometimes confrontational, and I'm sometimes mm-hmm. very non-confrontational. Right. Well, and same. So I would probably be like, all right, listen, they're paying me a whole lot of money for a job I'm not qualified to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it seems like everybody's on board for this and I didn't read the thing. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, that's the other thing is like, I'm like, I assume they know more than me. I I think that is like one of my one of my maybe biggest flaws is that I always assume everybody else knows a lot more than I do. And I'm like, well, you seem confident enough to know what you're talking about. So I was probably wrong, even though I'm. Pretty sure I'm not wrong. Sure, I'm right. Right, but I could be wrong. So let's do your thing. (laughs) I think it has something to do with how uh, we raise women. I completely agree with that. (laughs) I have a I have a sneaking suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you're totally right and you've been right, they're like, no, 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 shut the fuck up. (laughs) And you're just like, okay. And eventually, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll shut the fuck up. Because I am just a dumb woman. <laughs> My brain is 
scientifically proven to be a lot smaller. (laughs) 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 Not true. Not true. Any uh, children listening, your brains are not smaller. Yeah. And you're... (laughs) And you're... um, what is it the your threshold for pain is a lot higher oh it is oh it is oh my god oh it is oh sorry okay oh good lord so so (laughs) they're not telling anybody about the lead they're not telling anyone they're producing this lead in this uh production factory people are having severe lead poisoning reactions Um, really yes like the workers they're having hallucinations insanity dozens of deaths Deaths. Did they have dozens yeah. of deaths? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, did they have like hallucinations and delusions and irritability and anxiety and depression and, depression? and, and the Danbury shakes? <laughs> like same thing? No, different, <laughs> but like similar. Different so but similar. And our boy Thomas Midgley, he also hung out in Florida for a bit because he had lead poisoning. What? So, you know how, like, rich people used to do that thing where they're like, oh, I... <laughs> I don't know what you're about to say, but I'm so excited to hear it. No, you know, you know how rich people used to do that thing? I'm like, uh, I mean, I can guess, but... Where they used to be like, oh, I'm frail and the city air doesn't agree with me. I'm just going to go to the country. Yes. And, like, I'm going to go be mm-hmm. sick in the country for a little bit. Yeah, there are a lot of, like books where rich people will just go out like and these are old ass books i'm talking like emily bronte style yeah but they'll just like go out to the country to like get better from exactly some everything sickness that you don't you're like is that it sounds like you have a cold like i don't yeah but he had lead poisoning he did he did oh, shit. Oh, um shit, bad so in that was 1923 he goes to florida to recover from his lead poisoning, Miami specifically. <laughs> He's like, you know what would be good for my lead poisoning? Wet, wet air. Wet, humid nightclubs. <laughs> He's like, you know what would be good for this? Tequila. <laughs> and um, what are they, the pork sandwich that they. <laughs> Does Miami have a good pork sandwich? Yeah, it's like a Cubano. Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) He's like, I could just use a little tequila and a pork sandwich and I'll be right as rain. So 1923, that happened. In October of 1924, so a year later, he comes Mm -hmm. back and the press are like, oh, we're not so sure about tetraethyl lead. We don't know about this. We don't know about ethyl. He does a press conference right when he gets back from his little vacation in Miami where he rubs T-E-L all on his hands no. and just inhales the fumes for 60 <gasps> seconds. And he's like, I could do this every day and be totally fine. Don't you want to put oh. it in your car? My God, Hannah, I'm sorry, my <laughs> mouth is just agape. What the actual fuck, dude? Oh my God. What? Is that like that's a PR move? That was his PR move. It's a PR move. Oh my god! And he has another PR move that I'm going to mention later. That's eerily similar. And like, he had lead poisoning and then actively? went recovered and like actively. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
So (laughs) it was like an effective press conference, though, because regulations uh, really loosened. And (laughs) by 1936, TEL was added to 90 percent of the gasoline in the United States. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So they're like. How bad could it be? Watch this YouTube video of this dude rubbing it all over himself. <laughs> right? Perfectly healthy man totally uses TEL happens. as lotion. <laughs> Perfectly healthy. Mentally and physically. Man comes back from brief vacation in Miami. He wasn't there for any specific reason. I heard he was using it as sunscreen, so... <laughs> Oh, God. So, God. (laughs) Eventually, eventually, we wise up. By 2000, most countries have completely phased out leaded gasoline. And when you go to a pump now, you'll see it says unleaded. Right, 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 right. Yep. Yes. So, that's what that is. So, they, but having had the lead in the gas for so long, had a giant impact. It's, Lead is super toxic to, like, multiple organ systems. Yeah. It's, like, a big no-no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, actually, a friend of mine um, had lead poisoning. It's, uh, this is a, a tangent, but she um, was, I don't know, like, had just turned 40 or something. And she started having, like, her, she couldn't, like, lift her hands to, like, brush her hair. Oh, shit. She, like, had, like, trouble putting on her makeup, getting dressed. Like, she was, like, I I was always tired. Like, I would go to work. And she worked for a news channel. And she would go to work and then come home and just sleep for, like, 12 wow. hours. It just, like, <gasps> it was, like, and she had, like, these dark circles under her eyes. And she was going to, like, doctor after doctor. And one doctor told her, he was, like, you're just depressed because you're 40 and you don't have children. Fuck and I was, that. like. That's fuck that. I was like, that doctor Mm-mm. should get his Mm-mm. license Mm-mm. revoked Mm-mm. and get kicked down a flight of stairs. That is <sighs> so fuck. I mean, like, don't but then, so she went to like a bunch of doctors, and one of them was like, "You're gonna die. You're <gasps> about to die. Like, get your affairs in order because like, oh there's nothing God. we can do to treat you." And, and they knew it was she, lead poisoning. No, nobody could figure it out. No one could figure out what her symptoms were. Wow. Like, I don't know if they just didn't test her for it. But then she went to, um, like, a holistic doctor. Or, like, yeah, like a holistic doctor. And they ran tests. And he was like, you have lead poisoning. <gasps> like, and he's like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. You just need to do this, this, this. And, like, cut these things out of your diet that are hanging on to the lead. And gave her, like, a couple supplements. She's totally fine now. He was like, just go to Miami. He was like, just go to Miami, get a Cuban sandwich. You good to go, Take girl. three shots of tequila and you're good to go. <laughs> well, like, thank God. Thank God. Like, she's telling me this story and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't even know you could get. I was like, well, I was like, I didn't even know you could get that anymore, which is dumb. Because, but like, you know, but. I do understand what you mean. In that, So, like. Going on with the story, what I realized was, like, there's gasoline in our soil, or not gasoline, there's lead now in our soil and our air and our water. Yeah. And so it's interesting that it's, like, well, I wonder what was so, like, concentrated for her to have, like, such a severe reaction. Yeah. It was 
it was nuts, but she's completely fine now. She's like, oh, my God. I know, right? She's <sighs> like a health coach and shit. Now, so. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, a bunch of people. Yeah, just like. Died. A bunch of. Well, it's just like our whole world now is has fucking lead everywhere. And like, I think a big part it of it is. because of Midgley? It was because of Midgley. So Fucking Midgley. Midgley goes on. He, his career is not done. Oh, no. He's like, <laughs> I'm up to bigger and better, baby. This Let's one is it. not as much his fault because okay. he like, Benjamin Franklin didn't warn him about this one. Um, <laughs> ben Franklin warned him about the lead. He didn't warn nice him about It's always nice to have this. a heads up from Ben, but, you know, sometimes you don't. <laughs> So he, again, I think with GM, with General Motors, because they got their little paws and everything, um, they were like, fridges, refrigerators are leaking toxic, harmful gases that we're using to cool things. What else can we use? So he was like, let's use, or he discovered, he discovered, or he decided to use Freon, which is a CFC. Which What's a CFC? Sorry. No, it's all good. Oh, okay. I had to look it up because I was like, okay. I know oh, I learned God. this in high school I environmental know. science, <laughs> but I can't remember. CFCs yeah. used to be in like aerosol sprays and hairsprays and oh, caused yeah. the hole in the ozone layer. The ozone layer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the hole. <laughs> Yay! I know, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. He kind of like popularized the thing that would like cause the big hole in the Kill ozone layer. The ozone. <laughs> he <laughs> so another demonstration. He demonstrated the safety of Freon by inhaling a ton of it and then blowing out a candle. Oh my god, <laughs> this guy is off the rails. What is wrong with this dude? What is, what is the PR move of like I'm just gonna do it to myself? I don't get the candle part a little bit. Well, and so it just, he just blew out a candle. I think it was like, it's not going to catch, like, it's not going to catch fire. Yeah. Like, or make the fire bigger. Okay. I, well, I mean, I think if you spray hairspray at a, at a candle, it does like, exactly. So I think the point was that it did. I don't know. I honestly was, but he breathed in the fumes? I, I think he wanted to continue getting high publicly. <laughs> he wanted to be, like, paid to get high, I think. That was his thing. He was he was like, listen, last time was awesome. <laughs> and if I can pull this off again. Mm-hmm. He was like, the public's so fucking stupid, dude. Like, oh, Good Lord. You have a camera? You have a camera? Bring it over here. Bring it over here. You want to see something cool? So the last big Midgley invention was he contracted polio in 1940. And then he designed a system of like pulleys and ropes so he could move himself around. And so he could kind of other people could move him around or easier. Um, And then in 1944, he became entangled in the ropes and was strangled to death. And thus ends the life of Thomas Midgley. Oh my god. You've got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, oh, I mean, he kind of, he he made good. You yeah, know, he, it was a cool a, one. 
that was a cool one. Like maybe other people could get their little ropes and please. Holy shit. Oh, no. He strangled yeah. himself in the ropes. Mm-hmm. Oh, bye, Tom. I know. Here are some. I mean, no more getting high in public for you. <laughs> It's like, I don't think polio's connected to that, but, like, I don't know if it helped. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a whole another research project for some grad school student to do. Now, here here's the question. Did rubbing of lead all over his skin help exacerbate his polio? Or did the breathing in of toxic... Aerosol fumes bring that on. What happened? Well, the other thing I noticed, I was very curious about, he lived to be like 50, which is a little longer than the life expectancy (laughs) of the time. normal people at that time, yeah. I was like, 50, so, oh no, it was actually pretty old. So like... People died in their 40s a lot back then. Maybe we should start huffing Freon. <laughs> I mean, it did something for him, so I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was just his general, like, crazy. He, like his verve. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> was just, he had the vibe. Um, so some quick quotes about the gentleman to end to end my story. Yes, uh, the new scientist called him a one-man environmental disaster. <laughs> awesome. Environmental historian J.R. McNeil said that Midgley had more adverse impact on the atmosphere than any other single organism in Earth's history. Oh. So I don't think he's getting invited to his birthday party. Um. <laughs> it's on a boat. So, fuck Missing yourself, out. Tom. Uh, and then Bill Bryson, who's an author, says, Midgley had an instinct for the regrettable that was almost uncanny. <laughs> oh, my God. All of these are going to be written on his tombstone. I know. So don't you worry. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, Midgley did a number. Midgley did a number on the earth. On the earth. He just, and like so many bad ideas. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> well, okay. Well, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> my jaw dropped a number of times, which is my absolute favorite. <laughs> so, uh, What's the good news? Do you have any good news? Uh, just in general, life. Yeah. Or any anything. I mean, Midgley's dead. Tom was not invited to that birthday party. Midgley's dead. Um, <laughs> I feel like the good news is Thomas Midgley existed in the 1900s and not now. Can you imagine if he had existed when, like, Twitter was around? What would he spread? <laughs> what kind of nonsense would he be spreading? Just nonsense. Actually, you know what? I think Thomas Midgley was responsible for the January 6th insurrection. insurrection. <laughs> mm, so, I mean, I'll circle back. I'll do more God. research on that. But I think I feel like that's, that's on par. 
And he was like, damn, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin did tell me don't start an insurrection, but Tom <laughs> but you know Midgley's got a Midgley. Right? And he's like, and Ben Franklin's kind of a fucking nerd anyway. So <laughs> it's like, I think he's an incel. Like, whatever, Ben. I got this. Your boy's got a roll. Oh. He just like rolls away on a bird scooter. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Segway, for the bird scooter. Thanks, Segway. You weren't terrible. Uh, what As... is your good news? <laughs> um, what is my good news? Well, you know, I always like to do uh, an entertainment kind of thing. So um, Only Murders in the Building yes. is back. <gasps> uh, I absolutely love it. It makes me very happy, and I love Steve Martin and Martin Short, and Selena Gomez is there too. And the juxtaposition is 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 fantastic. And it's uh, but it's like true crimey, but it's lighthearted and funny, and kind of meta, which I love, love, love. It's just uh, love it. Um, so yeah, well, this has been disastrous with Amanda and Hannah, and we will. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.